guys, this is Nicole, and I am studying abroad in London right now at King's College London, and I am so happy to be here. London has been such a blessing. And in regards to our podcast, I also realized that there's a huge Indian population here as well as Chinese population. That's even like more than America or in California specifically. So I would love to invite my guest Philum to come to this podcast and talk to me about it. Philum, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Philum. I'm from Hong Kong, and I did my undergrad at the University of Bath, which is in the UK. And now I'm pursuing my master's at LSE, also in the UK. Perfect. LSE is like honestly one of my dream schools, so I'm so happy you're there. Um, but I want to kind of highlight the differences between U.S. Indian population as well as uh, and the Chinese population versus like the UK. Indian and Chinese population. So let's talk about Chinese first, since we're both Chinese. How do you think the UK Chinese population is like? I think there's a really big mix. I assume it's the same as the US, but there's a really big mix of British-born Chinese people that mm. have like lived here and grown up here. Mm. But there's also a really, really big international community mm. where people come from like mainland China yeah, or Hong Kong, yeah, Taiwan, yeah. just to study here, and then they plan on going back afterwards. Yeah, I think like in the US, I. I definitely see a lot of like American Asians, where they're like third or fourth generation Chinese or like just Asians in general. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of the international Chinese kids at CMC, they are not as local, and they most likely went to like international schools and stuff. I think maybe in big public universities in America, there are a lot of more like local Chinese. But coming to the UK, I also realized there are a lot of local Chinese who speak like a lot of Chinese among each other, and um, their friend groups are also like mostly Chinese as well. But I also saw so many British um, like Chinese. Yeah. Um, just all over the place, and honestly, I feel like I feel so like at home when I see that because there's so many Asian stores here, and like the Chinatown here is so much bigger than the yeah. one in LA. So so happy about it. Wait, really? I thought it's pretty big in LA. It's not really. We have like we have Chinatown and like little Tokyo and like Korean town. I think in LA, like the Korean town is way bigger than the Chinatown. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people go to places more like Rolling High mm-hmm. or like 99 Ranch yeah. than like China than Chinatown. Yeah. Here I feel like a lot of people go to Chinatown and the food is so good. Like they actually have proper Peking duck. I haven't been. But you haven't been? No. I there um when I went to LA I remember that Mm. The Chinese stores or the restaurants didn't seem like super concentrated like here. Yeah, exactly. It's just like spread out. But you guys have really good Chinese food too. Yeah. You're just not going to the right ones. Yeah, I just haven't been to the right ones. But yeah, it's quite different. What about like the Indian population here? I'm going to start with the U.S. Yeah. I think most Indian population that I know in the U.S. or at least in CMC are from India. Like they're from Bombay. They're from... Nepal, they're from New Delhi, like they're actually from there and they're international students who are studying in the U.S. But I think U.K. might be a little different because I saw so many like British Indian boys. Yeah, I think there are definitely a lot of British-born Indians as well or just South Asians. But to me, maybe just the group of people Mm -hmm. that I'll see, 
it's still like the vast majority are um local indians like same as chinese like they came from india just to study mm. or maybe they've been here for a few years but not too long yeah so they still have like a pretty heavy accent yeah 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 that's interesting because in my accommodation that uh that i'm living in right now for like king's college a lot of the local indians that i saw hang out with the british indians mm. but sometimes they're also separate because their cultures are so different which is something that i found really interesting because in la back in my school all the indians are like a huge community they all know each other but here like same as chinese i feel like it's more like scattered like there are different group like friend groups of chinese people and different friend groups of like indian population I think from what I've noticed, mm -hmm. it's for Chinese, um, unless they're British born, it's super segregated. So they only hang yeah, out with themselves yeah. or like people who have some relation to them. So for me, like my Chinese isn't great, but I'm still Chinese. So mm. like I, I hang out with them from time to time. Right. But you, it's hard to find like a foreigner within their group. Yeah. But with Indians, um, whether they're like British born or, or not, they still hang out with Pretty they still crowd. hang out with yeah. each other yeah, yeah with exactly each other or just with foreigners in general yeah, yeah 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 and i i feel like a lot of the uh international indian students who are like first trend like not first generation but like who are who just moved from india to the uk yeah. they are starting to also adopt a lot of the uk cultures here just because they're hanging out with a lot of british-born indians yeah like yeah. i can hear them using like british slangs and british accents and all of that i still think there's a, a pretty big language barrier though because with um with chinese especially but also mm. with indians mm. if they're around people who can speak their language then they, they automatically language, like yeah. go to that so then if it's like i've been a, in a group before where it's like four or five indians and then me mm. i'm the only one who's speaking english there and mm. everyone else is speaking um like hindi or something mm, mm, um, mm, but again mm. there's more indian languages than there are chinese like, yeah sub dialogues um dialects so usually in a chinese group you'll find it's only chinese more often than for indians yeah that's true also like the environment itself so like the people for sure they're different the demographics but the environment is also very different here i think uk is so heavily influenced by indian and arab culture that just walking around the streets i saw so many indian restaurants and they smell yeah. so good but in the u.s like I don't really see that many like indigenous like Indian restaurants per se, like just all over the place. I don't know if you've seen it's um it's either a TikTok or some interview on YouTube from a news channel, but that got turned into a TikTok. But it's this guy he's 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 British, he's he's making fun of like British culture because British culture is more like a melting pot of other cultures. Yeah. Like, they drive German cars, they eat I Indian know. Food. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 exactly. Literally, like, it's hard for me to find someone that's actually from London, living in London. Yeah. 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 Or, like, whose ethnicity is actually, like, like British. You know what I, I mean? It's not hard to find a British person, but maybe from London. Not from, London. Not from yeah. London. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. for sure. And I think maybe like Kings might be like also just really international that a lot of my classes, um, a lot of them are like their ethnicity is either like Arab or Chinese or Indians um, and not that many like British. Um, yeah, it really depends on your, on your school. So for me, Bath, mm -hmm. my undergrad, I think it was like 70 something percent white mm. and that's not only British white, so like European white as well. 
but at LSC. That's similar to CMC. Yeah. It's so white predominant. Yeah, but CMC is probably like 80, 90%, right? Yeah. It's like, I think the international population is like around 20%. But not all the internationals. Like, some of the internationals are white, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. But for for LSC, like my course specifically, there's 140-something people. I think mid-60% is some type of asian so south asian southeast oh asian. no way yeah oh yeah because what which program are you in again global masters oh okay yeah. so they try to find more like international international students, but they just happen to be like asian mm. um i i can't think of one person who's actually british in my course maybe there's there's at least one but i just i can't think of one yeah that's true okay so um i want to know if there are any just general stereotypes that you think people in London or in the UK have on both Chinese and like Indians. Let's talk about Chinese first. I think there are certain stereotypes that are just global. Mm. Like especially when you're younger. Like when I was growing up, I, I lived in the States for a bit. Um, but I see it here too. There are certain stereotypes and jokes that people make about Asian people mm. such as being some of them are positive too like being really smart being really good at math you know those kind of, those yeah. kind of things <laughs> uh, but then there are also negative ones like being really short or um, I'm sure there's more also COVID took was like a big impact like there's a lot of hate crimes towards Chinese right. people during COVID yeah in the UK? yeah 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 like people would just get beat up on the street for no reason no way yeah so besides like um Besides just like getting beat up, there's a lot of stabbing in the UK because we don't have guns here, right? Even a lot of the police don't have guns. Yeah. So then people just get stabbed for no good reason. Um, I've I've heard some pretty crazy horror stories. Really. And it's not only towards Asians, but uh, I think you get a bias towards them. Okay, there's a really fat bias when it comes to um, pickpocketing and phone theft. Because one of the most like common areas to have that happen is Chinatown, oh. and they target. Um, oftentimes, they target like Chinese or Asian looking people. Uh, like it happens. Why me. is that though? What do you think? <sighs> I can think of a few reasons. Like maybe they, th- there is a stereotype. I think that if they're an international Chinese student, not like a local British born, but if they're international, they're probably more well off. Mm. So then, if you steal their phone, it's probably a good phone. Um, <laughs> another thing is like yeah a lot feel... of people warned me about like phone grabbing like just snatching it off the street from your hand yeah. and also like stabbing in the uk because there's no guns here yeah so i've been like so careful and i heard so many stories even like you previously you told yeah. me so many stories and like your phone got stolen too you know yeah my phone got stolen and the thing is like when uh, it got stolen. Like I, f- I filed like this police report, right? Yeah. I've never had to do one before, so I don't know what it's like in other countries. But here they ask. There's like a whole ass like question uh, interview part that Ooh. talks about race. So like, uh, this caught me kind of off no guard. No way. My police officer was um like it was over the phone, right? Yeah. And he was white. So part of his questioning to get like a statement from me was, oh, what? Uh, how would you describe yourself? I would describe myself as white British, and I was like, um. Asian, oh my god asian hong kong like i don't know what do i say instead of british like white you know yeah like, um but yeah that that made me think that um a lot of these crimes are racially motivated as well at least Jeez. partially okay so one of the stereotypes that they have towards i guess like asians and inter- uh international students especially is that they're well off more I, like i guess like susceptible i think like they're easy targets easy targets yeah. 
Do you I mean, think that's true? Like, can you confirm or deny? I think both of those have some truth in it. Mm. Like, a, a lot of Because I do think a lot of international kids here who are, like, Asian, like, Chinese, they are well off. No, you know? I agree. And I think they... Sh- they Because the fashion is different in different countries, they show it off a lot more. So, like, they're they're wearing, like, Louis Vuitton or, like, Gucci, Gucci Chanel. And it's, like, very like, obviously, like, right, right, expensive right. things. Yeah. Um, so part of that is true or just even like a lot of my classmates um that are chinese they haven't really traveled much mm. because they've been like in china so when they came here they've i know people who've been to like within the span of a little bit over a semester seven or eight different countries just like constantly traveling yeah also traveling in europe is like so accessible too so you yeah, can go yeah, like yeah. every weekend yeah yeah i also feel like there's a stereotype of like Chinese not really caring about school that much here. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's true, but I've actually never thought that. But what I've experienced is kind of true. Yeah. But I, I mean, for me, coming from a master's, like I'm, I'm doing my master's now, I always thought, like when I was younger, I always thought whatever the next step was. So like if I was in high school, I thought college students were right. hard. When I was in college, I thought master's students were hard. But I've, I've realized that no one works hard. <laughs> no like, one works there's hard. always those like, you know, five or six people in yeah. every class that try really hard yeah. and do well. But then, to be honest, the vast majority don't really try. And that's not a racial thing. It's yeah. just no one really tries. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is sad because like you have a lot of resources for you to like study. And it's so expensive too. Yeah. Oh my God. And the strikes here are crazy too. Like yeah, a lot yeah. of my professors or lecturers, they just like... They're just like, yeah, like, I'm not going to come to class because we're on strikes and they don't pay me enough. Yeah. So I just like don't have class and I'm like, but I want to learn in classes. You know what I mean? I think one more stereotype that people have that may have some truth in it is that all the Chinese kids, like, they stick together. I think I don't think you think it's a stereotype. I think that's just factual. <laughs> like, if yeah, but at the about... same time, it's like I'm Chinese, but uh, not a lot of my friends are. Oh, you have to like classified different types of chinese people right like, right so right. british born people they tend to hang out with either other british born asians or like just british people and the international students like you and me we can like fl- float between them or look for other international mm-hmm. students but genuinely local chinese people they hang out with local chinese right, people. right right like maybe they have a few friends here and there but their main friend group from my experience is always other chinese people yeah and to be honest it's even like hard for me to like blend into that too because i know in my accommodation a lot of like local chinese international kids live there but then like it's so hard to to really get into touch with them because first they speak purely chinese and like my conversational Chinese, like I would rather speak in English than Chinese just because I'm more comfortable speaking this language. And like, I feel like the sense of humor and the logic behind it is very different. Um, And second, it's just, they're kind of like exclusive in some way. Yeah. And I think in America, I think all the Chinese kids hang out with each other. But here it's like different groups of Chinese um, hang out with each other. And they're all like mutually exclusive among like yeah 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 with I, another I think so too. you know and they can be kind of um i, I almost want to say discriminatory in that 
if like let's say me right my Chinese right. is a lot worse than yours mm. and i have to speak english with them it's not like i have the choice i just prefer yeah. to. i have to speak <laughs> your chinese I, really sucks <laughs> i have to speak english with them yeah and i've been lectured so many times by like multiple friends yeah and they're like well, yeah, yeah i know like, why don't you learn chinese why don't you do this you lived there for so long and i'm like i have reasons why i'm not good at chinese you know yeah but it's not like it it forces them to exclude you in some ways because like they don't want to speak in English and I can't speak in Chinese. But at the same time, like, you're in the UK, you're going to school, your entire education is in English. Yeah, I know. You know, like, you, you do have to speak English somehow, you know? So that I think that's one thing that, like, I kind of dislike about this, like, exclusivity yeah. that international kids have. Um, but yeah. I also think, though, it's, it's kind of interesting because I don't know about for you, but for me... Um, when it comes to foreign languages like Chinese, like Mandarin or Cantonese, mm-hmm. my speaking and listening is far better than my reading or writing. Oh, yeah. But for um, a lot of the local Chinese people, it's the opposite. So their speaking is not that great. But mm. when it comes to writing essays for school, it's actually quite good. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that's also because they take classes on like... I think it's because they have time to like... Think about translate, it. Like, right, think about right, it, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, now let's move on to the Indian population here. So what do you think are some stereotypes that just in general people have against Indian population? I'm actually going to have to think about that one. Yeah, of course. Take your time. The only ones that I can think of right now are the most like childish stereotypes. Mm. Like they smell like curry. Like things that I would hear in middle school in the States type of thing. That I'm, I feel like somewhat is the case here mm. like i honestly i've still heard that from time to time from people who are like, no grown way. as adults like 22 to 25 years old like, oh I've my still god heard it. honestly like any one of you guys that are listening they do not smell like curry all right <laughs> please don't say that they smell like curry because they do not they smell good and curry is tasty all right i love curry wait honestly that's that's a stereotype that i've heard towards me as well like when i was in my first like freshman year <laughs> they say you smell like rice <laughs> almost it was even it was worse than that no like i was it was my freshman year and i was living in the dorms right mm-hmm. so then one like british dude walked into my room he's like one british dude uh, walked into my room and he was like whoa your room smells so asian and i'm just like what does, what that does mean? asian smell like to you yeah you know i don't even have anything in my room yeah <laughs> it's just my room <laughs> i didn't have food in there or anything jesus christ do you think people are more racist here than the u.s I don't honestly I feel like they're equally racist Mm. but in the U.S. there's such a woke culture right Mm. everyone's really sensitive in my opinion compared to other countries right I completely agree yeah so then I feel like you can get away with saying a lot more shit I feel like you can get away with saying a lot more stuff in the UK Mm. I completely agree yeah Yeah. I think like racism kind of comes in different shapes and different attitudes I think in the U.S. like people are more just, I guess, like, if I'm on a flight to, let's say, like, Tennessee, or, like, there's this time I was flying to Syracuse, and I was the only Asian on the plane, and they will make it really obvious by staring at you to tell me that I don't belong here, but they won't say anything out loud because of how sensitive the environment is, and they know that, like, it's not okay. But in the UK, or just Europe in general, when I'm, like, flying to a place where I'm the only Asian, which happened, like, when I went to Switzerland as well, what kind of happened is 
like people will not look at me differently but i can tell like yeah yeah i can tell that they know that i'm asian you know but they just don't care as much i guess um but then they're still like they have certain stereotypes almost like i can feel it in some way i think another thing like to add on to that that's Mm. really noticeable is accents so it's just this works for any like asian or foreign person really but if someone doesn't have the accent you expect them to have uh or even if they do i feel like that um changes how people treat you Mm. so then let's say for me i have a pretty like international some people think it's american accent so then when i first meet someone especially if they're like uncultured or just haven't had exposure to a lot of international people I've gone there so many times where they say, oh, your English is really good. And I'm like, my English is probably better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I, I heard a lot of those comments as yeah. well. But like, I think people just have to realize that like China is a country. Yes. Asia is a continent. Yes. But it doesn't mean that like they're just so segregated from your culture, you know, like people actually travel and go to school and like grew up in the same places that you did. And they have the exact same culture and language that you have growing up. So just because you look different doesn't mean really like anything. Yeah. But also on the flip side, like let's say it's an Indian person. I've had experiences like as an observer where like uh, let's say they have a really strong Indian accent. Mm. I think they get treated differently than British Indians. Yeah, Even if it's something as simple as um, I can't like someone saying i can't understand you or like a teacher having to uh repeat like ask them to repeat things multiple times and actually something i noticed in class semi-recently was that a lot of professors especially like the nicer ones Mm. will try to remember every student's name Mm. strange enough um when it comes to remembering certain races names it's very clear that they can't remember like um specific ones like indian names or um they're just Chinese calling names. everyone aryaman <laughs> <laughs> either they say it completely wrong yeah like um uh, one of my friends name chinese name is Zital, mm. but she goes by tiffany in english but i don't know why when she talks to a teacher she always says her chinese name mm. he has not gotten it right once and he always forgets her name but when it comes to my name which isn't like it's actually irish but mm. it's quite easy to remember uh my name's philem he calls me philip most of the time oh, but at least he remembers it's philip and he right, remembers my right, face right. but then like other indian names like he has even in the same seminar he asked like three four times like what their name is before they speak do you think it's their fault because a lot of the times i think about it and i'm like is it their fault for not remembering their name or like is it just because it's so foreign to them that they cannot pronounce it so then they just like can't say it I can understand certain, like, both sides. So then if it's, like, Tatal, right? If you don't speak Chinese, someone saying that to you can be really confusing because you have no idea what that's like, right, like, right. looks like phonetically. Yeah. Um, but if it's something like Shreyans, if I asked you to spell it, how would you think it's spelled? Shreyan? Yeah. Like, in, like, a like an South English? Asian, uh, name. Okay. Maybe, like... S H W A I and Y A N something like that. You're not too far off. Yeah, S S H R E Y A N. 
Nice. Oh, nice. Okay, okay. But if we have name cards on our thing and you still can't read it, because I can read it. Oh, you guys have name cards. A lot of times we have name cards. And they still can't pronounce it. you can't it. pronounce that. Oh, then like, I think that's not okay. Because it's like, like you can pronounce it literally the same as English. It just correct. doesn't sound English. Yeah. You know? But, yeah. I don't think that's okay. And honestly, like, because, like, come on, like, education is so global right now. People study abroad all the time. So I think you as a professor or as someone who works in this global education system should also be trained to be a global citizen yeah yeah okay going back to um the indian population um do you think there are other stereotypes that people have or are there any like different stereotypes for like local indian international kids or and like versus british indian kids you know i actually I'm not too sure about Indians in terms of British-born and, and local, but I I imagine it's quite similar to Chinese in that a lot of times, uh, contrary to what you said, mm. a lot of times I find that they don't like each other. Um, with like British-Indian? Like, yeah, British-born Chinese or, or local Chinese. And I'm not sure if that's the same for Indians huh. because like... No, I do see that. Especially I do see if that. it's like... Because um, I literally, I was hanging out with someone who's like like born and raised in india yeah. and then he met some of like some british indians and they were kind of like despising on each other like one would be saying oh like the british indians are not really like embracing their own culture yeah. and they're just like saying that they're british even though they're not like their parents grew up in a place that's like not the uk and yeah. then i also like hear people saying that the local like indian international kids all just like hang out with each other um and i think stuff the like main like factor that causes them to not like each other mm -hmm. is if there's a really strong language barrier so if the british born and this is pretty universal for chinese or indian or whatever right if they like let's say in this it's an indian if they're british born and they just haven't had the um, time or ability or whatever whatever reason they haven't learned the language like hindi or whatever uh, regional language mm -hmm. and then they meet someone from that place then there's a sort of disparity between two right. and then and they have like they feel this bigger difference between them mm. but if they share the language i find that, that that's not really the case yeah no i agree i think like language well in a lot of my classes they're teaching us how language can be a barrier but also it can be such a connecting force yeah. you know what i mean like i think at the end of the day like we have to recognize that we are all just global citizens who are trying to like have this unifying experience living in this world, right? It doesn't matter what your race is, what your language is. Um, even if you are from the same race and just different cultures and languages, yeah. um, I think it's important to have the sense of acceptance yeah. because like think about like your mom or yeah. your dad, like they probably grew up not speaking the language that you're speaking of right now, but then you're despising the people yeah. who don't speak the language yeah. you know what i mean like that doesn't make sense i think one of the i don't know aspects of myself that i can be proud of is that because uh, similar to you i assume because we moved around so much and we have that cultural experience from mm. most of the world like major parts of the world then we can find at least one point to relate to with every person mm. we meet so then i've actually talked about this in my essays before when it comes to like applying for schools and and, and stuff but I feel that for the most part, I can meet anyone 
anywhere in the world as long as we have some sort of way to communicate right we could find something to talk about yeah because i'll either be curious or know something about their culture or where they're from so then that's a really good way to you know bond with people and, and make friends yeah and honestly i remember i was at this like internship work trip and i was in i think minnesota yeah um minneapolis right and then i was at target and yeah. it was one of i was like listening to this black woman talk about her experiences in the commercial real estate yeah. industry which is a predominantly white industry yeah. white old man right and then i was like as someone who is more discriminated against being black and being a woman yeah how do you survive like because real estate is all about people it's all about connections and connecting with people yeah. right and she's like no matter how differently you grew up and trust me i grew up very differently yeah. from everyone that i worked with no matter how different you guys are we are all just humans and you can always find some something to relate with yeah you know, yeah. like worst case, talk about families because we all have families. Yeah. You know, and she was like, well, worst case, we can talk about like our childhood because everyone had a childhood, yeah. you yeah. know, like your friends or like the way you grew up. Even if it's different, you all had similar experiences before. There's no way that two people who are human cannot find something in common. Yeah. I think you even know? talking about like, goals and aspirations even if they're yeah, wildly exactly. different from each other just like hearing about that and like talking about what each individual wants yeah can be quite uh enlightening yeah exactly okay film thank you so much for being on this episode no worries um i hope you guys all enjoyed um filling and me talking about the internal stigmas among asians specifically chinese and indians and also how um, U.S. and the U.K. culture and the racism there are different. Um, and yeah, please look forward to the next episodes coming out really soon. Bye. Bye bye.